to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are, you're joined by one of your usual hosts here, uh, myself, Josh Hartley. Uh, Mr. Mannering himself is uh, waylaid at a work's retirement due, so thoughts and prayers with him. Um, however, in his stead, I have uh, the fine gentleman who organised Tabletop Scotland. So, uh, dear listener, I'll let you decide whether I've traded up there. Um, I have. <laughs> Uh, we've got uh, Dave, first of all. Say hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. There we go. That classic joke. Excellent. Uh, we've got Duncan. Hi, Dave. John. Hi, Dave. And Simon. I'm not going to disappoint you. Hi, Dave. Yay, combo breaker. Yep, yep. Hey. How, how are we? I have we... to say that, that introduction was almost professional. Well, what can I, I say? I'm, I am almost professional. Um, <laughs> It's it's taken almost however many years of listening to Unlucky Frog podcast for you to get that right. Yeah, it almost feels like a Patreon money's not wasted. I feel I feel like I get the intro right more or less most of the time without it getting sidetracked almost immediately. Here's the thing: I was about to say like, so uh, Tom's not here, so no one's going to be mean to me on this episode. But then I remember John is here, so. <laughs> You're kind of stuck with that. I mean, yeah. John's, John's here. You're going to get some sort of abuse. So I resent that. Do you? In fairness, he, he did walk out of uh, Tabletop Scotland 2018 crying because of the constant abuse you gave him at the panel. So <laughs> I, I was only crying because it was so funny. Tears of laughter. <laughs> well, you mean Josh was crying now? Well, that's it's not my fault. I mean, it's that's what well, happens when really you wear polyester suit. That's what happens when you wear a polyester suit and you keep electrocuting yourself. Excuse me. How dare you? That was a that was a, f- a fine garment I was wearing. Garment, yes. <laughs> Technically, it was a garment. <laughs> we all know uh, what's uh, uh, the best kind of correct is technically correct. Anyway, before um, be- before we end up rambling for a full hour, <laughs> we have uh, we we have things to discuss. So uh, we're gonna we'll just kick things off with obviously we've got you guys here to talk about Tabletop Scotland happening on the 27th and 28th of August 2022. That is Bank Holiday uh, weekend in August for us English folk um, and technically Scottish folk as well. Although that most people still seem to have the early August Monday off, um, and that is up in the Dewar Centre in Perth, just where it was back in. Uh, uh, back in today, uh, which feels oh god, it was 2019 was the last one, just yes. thanks to COVID. So um, yeah, uh, excited to be getting back to it. Uh, Dave, do you want to tell us a little bit more about uh, about the convention itself? Um, yeah, so it's primarily a board game, card game, and role playing game convention. Although th- although this year we will have some war gaming at it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and it takes over the entire building, so it's kind of like we have uh, three and a half thousand square meters worth of space that we fill with gaming and gaming adjacent activity. Um, Lots and lots of exhibitors, which I'm sure we'll touch on, including some of our sponsors. 
and mm-hmm. open play for board gaming and for war gaming. Um, and we'll have our usual uh, large number of role playing games upstairs. Um, except this time for D and D, rather than having one epic, we're having two, which will be um, interesting. Epic. I was I was thinking about this earlier as to how do we classify year three, and it was like so year two was like the second album where you don't really make any many many changes. You just try and do more of the same. Year three we are experimenting with a couple of different things. Um, but that's, this is this this is your in utro basically. Well, it depends on which well, band just... you might classify that. As. I'll let Simon abuse you appropriately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, one for the old 90s. Was that generation? What? Millennials, isn't it? That, that is. Yeah. Is, it, is it? It's that's yeah, Gen X, isn't it? No, it's not Gen X. Okay, I don't know. What I mean, it could have been worse. You could, for I'm going to say actually, my best out album of the 90s was Dookie by Green Day, but that's. Oh, like, Dookie's great. Uh, yeah, that's my favourite third album um, in the 90s. The, the point I was going to make about in you, unlike Nirvana, uh, you you are going to release more more conventions. So oh, you know that, that's 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 right? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to look after Dave's mental health. Uh, well. Sometimes you need the next five minutes because I've just got five bad Took a very dark turn. I suppose the other thing we need to say is the tickets are currently on sale. Yes. Um, and they have been for just over two weeks. Um, and without getting into real detail the numbers, it's safe to say that even though we launched tickets two months later than we would normally, we're ahead of where we would have been uh, if this was 2019. Excellent. Um, so and it's, Dave, is, Dave has gone spreadsheet happy. Yeah, it, it means I've got my spreadsheets back, which is, always makes me happy. And, you know, whilst it's, John it's, claims it's he doesn't like it, he, he wants the update every day. He's, he's, always, he's always chasing updates. Uh, excuse me, I am simply being interested in the tentative to our collective success. Also, I know that if Dave doesn't get to play with the spreadsheet at least once a day, he, he becomes a sad puppy. Do you I'm know what? Gonna... I, I can relate. I can relate to that. So, and also, yeah. also, it means that if Dave and Simon are looking after spreadsheets and all that sort of gubbins, me and Duncan can just ignore it. I will point out my day job involves nothing but spreadsheets. So yeah, that's why I'm doing I, you a favour and making sure I like you don't the have to. Of Scotland is my escape from spreadsheets because Dave takes the burden. Well, we we do have a spreadsheet for all the exhibitors. So, we do. <laughs> Speaking of exhibitors and the like, uh, probably be remiss of us not that? to. Yeah, look, look at that. Be remiss of us not to mention the uh, the sponsors for the uh, convention as well. So, do, uh, do you want to tell us about who's who's going to be sponsoring the event this year? Who wants to do that? Well, I I, I will. Um, I'll start. Uh, I, I, I used to get slagged for this from Ben and Tom. I need to die. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, di- I, I'll direct. I, I was doing so well up until there as well. I'll do it. Uh, yeah. John, would you like to tell us about the sponsors Mostly because I think Dave doesn't think he'll get this right. If you've got the website open, you should get it right. So I'll start with uh, our friends and fellow convention competitors from UK Games Expo. Yes, excellent. Um, who provide all sorts of great support, and not just for us, but for other conventions around the UK. And it's UK Games Expo, so um, I'm sure that lots of our listeners and attendees will be going to that this year, and that's in June, isn't it? Um, yep. uh, we've got our Onyx Path Publishing, mm-hmm. um, DMB Games, 
who have been sponsors since 2018 as well, have, I believe, haven't they? Yes, mind seeing their stall the first year, fantastic oh, yeah. stuff. They do some fantastic work. Uh, Big Dog Books, who are our local friendly uh, comic book and game store uh, in general all around Geek Haven in Perth, and now Dundee, mm-hmm. having opened the second branch. Excellent. And um, Storyteller's Vault. I don't know yes. if Dave will tell you more about them. Yeah, so Storyteller's Vault is... so. It was it was part of the agreement with Onyx Path as well was that um, Storytellers Vault is one of the self-publishing um, community content um, paths that you can take within Drive Through RPG. Mm-hmm. So if you were to write anything for whether it's for old work, old world of darkness stuff or the Story Path system, which powers most of Onyx Path's um, RPGs, you can publish it through the Storytellers Vault. Mm-hmm. And. Um, uh... And returning again, Handiwork Games. Yes. Um, Who uh, have literally just issued me my uh, estate PDF, which is very kind of them. Ooh, very not good. Yet, but yes. Um, that was, uh, is that the Kickstarter or is that just? Yeah, it was Kickstarter. So they've just finished editing the. Um, and uh, they're also a Scottish based publisher, yep. I believe. They are. Um, and, and this will impress Dave. Links to all of these are available through tabletopscotland.co.uk. Oh, well there we done, are. Well done. Well done. Listen to that. That John Texas competency box for the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're all f- now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, as uh, amongst uh, though, some of those sponsors who will be exhibiting as well, there'll be a whole, uh, is it a hall or a hall and a half now or of uh, exhibitors? Uh, can you can you guys tell us who else will be uh, showing, displaying their wares at the convention? Duncan, perhaps. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. I'll take that yeah. one. Yeah, so, um, so I would say probably about half of the overall space downstairs we have is going to be exhibitors. So similar to what we had in 2019, um, the sort of the middle bit between the two halls that we have is going to have all the exhibitor area in it there. Um, so we've got some returning exhibitors from 2018, 2019. We've got some first-timers. Uh, we've got some people who missed one uh, one show but are back this year as well. So... We have, uh, you know, a, a number who's confirmed. So all rolled up is uh, the, the the first one to call out. So you've probably have seen them at a number of shows. They they do the dice trays, token trays. Yeah. Um, they're now also um, distributing uh, Cubicle Seven products as well in the the UK as well. So yes, they are. Uh, I believe that we're going to have quite a um, a section of like yeah, the uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Fourth Edition and Soulbound and so on. And um, they'll have they'll have that available. Oh, yeah, because all rolled up. If they listen to this, bring lots of stuff to sell to John. John yeah, will buy all your stuff. You've got a direct link to my wallet. <laughs> I'm sure you can get anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah John honestly. will buy all your stuff. Honestly, Absolutely. I mean, even stuff they've already got. Just it's like I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. there is a every single imprint, soulbound book is on a pile on the table in front of me while I've been writing stuff for our soulbound game. And in fairness, I'm the same for the uh, the, the, the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Fourth Edition stuff. I've got every book in a cupboard just in front of me as well. So between us, we're uh, yeah, we're doing our bit. We're doing our bit. Fair to say. Um, in terms of kind of retailers, so again, like before, we wanted to have like a, a mix of of the kind of the retail um, community, the, the the local game stores from Scotland. So we have the likes of Common Ground are back again. We've mm-hmm. got Settlers from Hamilton, obviously Big Dog Books that, that John's already mentioned, who, who are on board as a sponsor this time as well. 
um, West End Games, Murphy's Vault. So got all these guys coming back as well. But we have a, a new retailer also joining us from slightly further afield. Um, so Dyson Destiny from Canterbury will be joining us this time. Oh, now, wow. by Canterbury, um, well, you may remember in the very first Tabletop Scotland, we had a bit of an incident with um, access to a games library and our friends at Uncon down Kent actually mm-hmm. bailed us out by bringing up the, the library for that first convention that we did. Um, Darius from Uncon now works at Dyson Destiny and uh, he is coming up basically to uh, to work the work the stand and uh, have a retail presence. So, Fantastic. Yeah, that would be... Dar- yeah, Darius, of course, really owning the, um, the, one of the most unique Tabletop Scotland t-shirts out there. Yeah, they, they've got the uh, the Hall of Fame uh, Tabletop Scotland t-shirts with, uh, is it gold print on the back or did they just go for white so. and cheap out in the end? Yeah, and it, it, I believe yeah, it's the only one of its kind. Yeah, no one else we cheaped out, but um, yeah. So they, they, because they they saved us in year one, we've got the, uh, the the Hall of Fame T-shirts that they will forever have. Um, I believe actually um, the Hall of Fame went to uh, went to kind of Ben and Charlotte and family for the second uh, the second tabletop Scotland. Did we not get like uh, Nathaniel a little uh, Hall of Maybe Fame? Oh, yes, we, yeah, we don't talk yeah. about them on this podcast because they're spoilers. No, Indeed. no, we do. We do. <laughs> Oh, excuse yeah, the, me. The people's front of t- the people's front of unlucky frog game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and and in terms of the other exhibitors, we've got like a good mix of publishers and makers. So we like the tabletop crafter are coming back as well. Um, we you know we, we we've got likes of Digisprite. Um, you know from a um from a kind of publisher point of view. So uh, Mark McKinnon of Dream uh, Dream Big Games. He's obviously got his. Uh, his, his new game, Warrens of Wolvengrad, uh, yes. like to, to kind of try out, which I'm, you've probably had a shot of, if I'm honest, Josh, have you? But, I, I uh, have not yet, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'll, def- I'll if unless I get an opportunity okay. beforehand, I'll, def- I'll definitely be popping down uh, to his stall to give it a crack. So because <laughs> yeah. uh, you didn't use his uh, correct title, though. I believe it was uh, Mark oh, of Wreck and Ruin fame. Of Wreck and Ruin fame. Foolish of me, foolish. I shall chastise <laughs> myself after the, after the recording. Which, it- Oh, no, mind it. Surely it should be of inf- recommend infamy as opposed to fame. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I personally looking forward to uh, Wenger's decks because mm. I quite want to get my hands on some of their um, uh, deck decks and packs. The um, encounter yeah. pack decks they yeah. look pretty Scott, tasty. Yeah, Scott packs. Uh, Scott does random encounter decks, but they can be used for kind of scenario building and story building. As well, but he's also recently diversified into creating map packs as well. So that's yeah. good. excellent. I mean, I like. There's. I'm, I'm going to be buying so much stuff. I don't know if you've heard the episode yet, but I'm going to be dabbling in uh, GMing for Dungeons and Dragons. P- pray for my poor players for that. But uh, as a consequence, I have been looking on the internet and just go, "Oh, that would be that. That thing will be awesome if I could get that or that that little thing as well." So. Where, 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 where was our invite? Uh-huh. Yeah. Where was ours? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the, the reason he hasn't invited us because you know the chaos we would cause. Do you know what? Do you know what? If you are willing to make the round trip down to Carlisle, oh, you are right. more than welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no. To, to, to honest to goodness, if you run a one shot and it's on a day I can drive down and I can bundle Simon and Duncan and Dave into a car, I will make that happen just so that just so that I can ruin your afternoon one day. 
Oh, no, you... don't be like that. That, oh, no, that was I mean... sounding like a very pleasant day up until you said that. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, we no, all no, know Those of us who were being bundled into the back of a car, I should say. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> don't forget, it, it wasn't intentionally ruined, and you, 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 you already know how <laughs> we <laughs> play, so you know how yeah, exactly. it. I mean, it, it can't, people let me DM for them, so, I mean, if they let me do it, you're probably more than competent, better than I am, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. A recommendation, make up character names before you introduce them. Oh yes, that's uh, that's yeah, that's uh, that's a good tip. Good tip. Um, the the tip I've had is just have a list of names. Just have a yeah, list that, of that, names to hand. Approach. I have yeah. a list of names and I pick them up as I use them, <laughs> and I and I always take a wee note beside them when I've used them to go. Where was that again? Just in case it comes up. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. While we're talking about uh, shopping, we should probably talk about the uh, merchandise uh, that's available on on the website as well. Simon, I'm yet to pick on you yet, so do do you want to tell us about uh, where people can go to buy some Tabletop Scotland merchandise? Well, uh, funnily enough, tabletopscotland.co.uk, there is a merchandise section, and currently we have a 20% off uh, sale uh, up until, what's the date that it closes, Dave? 19th. The 19th. So when people okay. listen to this as it's released, this, there will still be a few days left where they can um, they can buy stuff. Uh, it is made to order, and there is a large selection. I've already produced it. We've got T-shirts, we've got uh, hoodies, there's caps, baseball caps. Uh, if you want to look like an American trucker, you can buy one of the trucker caps. Um, there's all sorts in there, isn't there? Mugs. 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 Baby grow. I've seen the baby grow. Bags. Baby grow. Yep. I think I'm a tad big for a baby grow. And, it, and it's all... Black. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right, excellent. Perfect. Perfect for my wardrobe. <laughs> it's, it's probably worth saying as well. Our our um our logo on the merchandise for this year as well is the Tabletop Scotland um, logo with twenty twenty one with a line through it. Twenty twenty. Sorry, twenty twenty with a line through it. Twenty twenty one with a line through it, and twenty twenty two underneath that. So, yeah. <laughs> on our main page, there is a buy merchandise link. Anyone who, if anyone was at um aircon. They would have had the opportunity to see myself, Duncan, and Simon walking around in our yellow tabletop Scotland t-shirts uh, with our names plastered on the back. Uh, and I know that at least I got at least two, possibly three people. It might be in the same person twice. I was drinking. Comment on how much they liked it, the scored out thingy, um, yes. which is quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so obviously, uh, uh, when you get to the convention, there's not just going to be shopping. Uh, there, there's going to be open gaming space as well. Uh, we've, we've got the return of the games library, haven't we, as well? Yep. Uh, the main difference, uh, if you were at Tabletop Scott in 2019 to 2022, is it will not be at the back of the hall. Mm-hmm. It will be at the front of the hall. And the main reason for that is so that Dave doesn't have to walk from one corner of one <laughs> hall to another corner of another hall to fix Wi-Fi issues. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Selfish, Dave. Selfish. It's a lesson hard learned, though. It was a lesson hard learned. Yeah. I mean, it's bad for his step count, good for his mental health. Well, it's probably good for my step count, if you're really honest. <laughs> but at the same time, it just makes more sense to have the... So where they bring in by was in 2019, the games library is going to be next door to that. Excellent. Excellent. And of course, we've got events happening as well. Uh, one of which, or at least one of which, is going to be run by yours truly here. Uh, we've got the return of the popular... Uh, pub quiz event on the uh, on the saturday night uh up in the uh, still up in the uh, bar area obviously yes. 
So panel-wise, we don't have anything else confirmed. We are currently looking at a couple of different things. Um, one, uh, because of the sponsor, not not because of the sponsorship, but um, indirectly resulting in the sponsorship with Onyx Path, we're going to be mm -hmm. having some people from Onyx Path at the con, and we're going to have a panel with them talking about uh, publishing for that company and mm -hmm. their own history. Uh, so Matthew Dawkins, who was there in 2019, will be returning, as will a couple of others. Um, so we're really quite trying to still work out exactly when that'll be in the schedule because Matthew's also going to be running some games for us in our RPG tracks, so that'd be good. Um, we're also looking at uh, a couple of other options, including um, a panel on the diverse nature of the hobby um, and uh, a panel on self-publishing, um, you know, in RPGs. Uh, but again, we're kind of working our ways through that. If anyone's listening who has done uh, self-publishing with their RPGs or is themselves identifies as a diverse member of our community, uh, then please uh, reach out to us either through info at tabletopscotland.co.uk or through our social media. Um, also worth... Oh, sorry, Dave, I was about to say, got, you make, the uh, uh, Perth Autism Support will be holding a panel. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're, we're our, cha our charity for 2019-2022 is Perth Autism Support. Um, for those who don't know, a lot of board games, card games and role-playing games have, and indeed war games, have aspects which are very helpful for those who have autism. Um, and we're looking to have a panel about tabletop and autism with support from the uh, charity themselves and indeed uh, other guests that we can get to talk about that as well. We're also going to be having a film. Um, we haven't quite worked out where in the schedule this is going to be, but there's a film uh, called The Game Designers, which was produced in 2021, I think, mm -hmm. uh, or, tw or 2020, um, which is all about the process of you know creating and publishing your own board game. Um, my, so those are the things. Sorry, sorry are you go, John. Was it my attempt to see if we could convince the makers of Avatar to have the world the world premiere of the sequel to Avatar has so far gone unsuccessful? You mean that they haven't been re returning your calls? They have, but unfortunately, their lawyers also returned my letters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so those those are the things we've got in the mix. Mm -hmm. Other than the pub quiz, nothing is scheduled yet. Um, in, in the sense of uh, we know exactly when it's happening. The pub quiz yeah. is obviously on Saturday. Yes, um, obviously. Other events uh, beyond that? Uh, who wants to talk about our large floor games? Well, we've got uh, so I think first off the the return of the Starship simulators uh, to be to be kind of talked about as well, isn't it? So, yes. Um, so that was very very popular in 2019. So, um, so Nigel and Sarah Kennington, um, with the support of Edinburgh College, obviously ran our uh, ran on our behalf a Starship simulator um, in the boardroom at the the Dewar Centre in 2019. I think we had was it three sessions, four sessions per day, five sessions per day. Um, like thing, but yeah. they were they were absolutely maxed out um yeah every every single session and and it's likely to be the same again um the the, the room in the building may be different this time to allow for some additional air conditioning um but that's going to be happening again so very much looking forward to that um in terms of kind of large um games you might remember in 2019 we had a large version a giant version of the game walk the plank where um, we actually had people as the pirates uh, running along the plank and pulling bits of the plank off to fall in the 
Kraken's mouth and all this sort of stuff. And it was brilliant. I think I remember John saying, if we did that and nothing else, it would have been worth it. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just they genuinely, I've yet, of all the stuff we've seen, at, I've seen at conventions, watching that many people play that game and just having such a great time was, I'm like, that is impressive stuff. And while we're at it, kudos to Kirsty, our, our good friend Kirsty, who who was our, our runner for that, who ran that for us because she did a great job. And um, I, I don't think that they could have had more fun out of that if they tried. And it, the best bit was seeing the fact that it was families playing together, kids and adults, all having fun, effectively throwing each other into the water. Although, once no, again, we we're we not allowed to use the real swimming pool for it. Insurance. I do. I, I have to say, just in general, there's something incredibly satisfying about playing a, a game with an over, an oversized version of it. Just whatever the game is, even if it's like oh, massive chess or something well, like it's that. Funny you should mention that, George. It's, it's almost as if that was prompted, even though it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> the, one, one of the other giant games that we will be having is Giant Onitama. Excellent. Very similar to chess in many ways, but with, uh, with with people as the pieces. Uh, and we've, in fact, got um, Arcane, it's Arcane Wonders, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, we've got Arcane yeah. Wonders to um, actually produce a special card for us just for the, the convention. So it's Nessie. Um, we've, got a, 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 we've got a Nessie Onitama card for, for use in the giant version of it. So It was either going to be Nessie or like one of the wild haggises that you find up in Scotland. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, and, that, and that was that was actually genuinely the conversation we had with them. <laughs> <laughs> but how cliched can we be when in Scotland you've got two options? Yeah, if it's I not mean, so it's got to be oh, a place. unicorn, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Technically, it's all my, part my of the branding. It's all part of the branding. My only disappointment is the Nessie in question they're talking about is the mythological monster, and we hadn't quite convinced them to make it the cartoon Nessie from the cartoon Nessies. Uh, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't have been allowed. I would have viewed that. Wait, are you yeah. are you referring to the family Ness? That's the one. Yeah, I remember that. Jeez. Yeah, but Dave would blowing on his bagpipes. Yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, <laughs> Dave was like, no, no, just vetoed. Straight vetoed. It's yeah. a straight no. Family Ness was an, <laughs> end, it was an abomination. Yeah. And, and uh, back, back, back to more normal scale um, yes, from, yes. from Giant, um, there will be Crokinole. Because uh, our, our good, our good, good friend Terry Brown um, has has kind of agreed to host what we believe will be the largest crokinole tournament that's ever happened in Scotland. Um, so be, Did we have a choice? Well, no, we didn't have a choice. Well, no, well, was, there was, there was, there was <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've yet to see. I mean, honest to goodness, the the last time I saw anyone push anything that hard in public, the police for a long ten minutes later arresting them. <laughs> That was Aircon. When Terry joined us at Aircon um, for the Crokinole tournament there, and um, him and his um, Crokinole Mafia were, were out in force. So we're expecting the same thing at um, Tabletop Scotland this, this time. Absolutely. And if no one knows what Crokinole is, it, it's, uh, it's a, sort of a, a, a sort of traditional Canadian, uh, I guess, flicking flicking game. It's like a large disc is the board. Um, and you're you're flicking discs to try and kind of get them to land as close to the middle and, as as possible and knock out your opponent's discs and so on. So simple, like literally a minute to learn, but so difficult, so difficult. But um, uh, really, it addictive. tells you everything you need to know about Canada that somehow crokinole exists. Yet ice hockey is their national sport. 
<laughs> yeah, it sounds like the sort of game I would be completely useless at because like I any agree. of those sort of dexterity type games. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking of like my competency at ice. Uh, ice cool is like just rid- like awful. So I, see, I seem to remember we had we had a couple of games of Clask at the ticket launch for yeah. t- Scotland Twenty Nineteen, yeah, and I was very very yeah. poor at Clask as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, terrific, terrific. So, um, I, I th- more events, more board game events to be announced, but we haven't quite uh, dotted the i's and crossed the t's on those as yet. Yes. So, uh, stay tuned uh, because a certain media partner. Uh, will likely be shouting about uh, updates for Tabletop Scotland. So, Dave, do you, do you want to announce who, the, who this media partner is? Well, I've forgotten. Uh, there were so many applications. Who did we decide <laughs> which um, sort of <laughs> It took some debate, but what we decided on was we were going to go for the People's Republic of, of Unlucky Frog Gaming and invite oh, wow. Ben and Charlotte back. <laughs> That would probably be a wise move, to be fair. See, see, I mean, I thought I was being mean to him, but that was just a low blow, John. Um, no, <laughs> of course, we are delighted to have um, Unlucky Frog on board again as as our media partner. Mm-hmm. And even even just kind of the the lessons we've all, we've all learned of yes. doing two of these year, two of these in the past, and it's kind of, I think, given us a good idea of what we want to achieve out of this year. Mm-hmm. Um and how to go about it, um, which is great. Yeah, and obviously we're delighted to uh, take up the mantle once again. And just like I say to our listeners, stay tuned and we'll uh, we'll keep you all updated, uh, both on the run-up and at, on the weekend itself. So, uh, yeah, just watch this space. So I think, um, obviously, I, I want, want to touch on, before we, before we sign off for the episode, it's obviously been delayed, uh, by three years now, by the time we uh, we get to uh, the third tabletop Scotland, um, I know some of you guys went down to Aircon, but I think for for many of us, it, for me, I think this is probably going to be my first gaming convention um, since the onset of the the COVID pandemic. So I kind of just wanted to to just speak to you guys, get your thoughts on. You know, what 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 is it you're most looking forward to about getting back to this? Um, you know, and just kind of what what does it mean to to put this on again for for, for the people for the community of uh, of tabletop gamers in Scotland? So, will we start with you, Dave? Can you put okay. violins violins behind this bit, like soft melancholy <laughs> violins? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, don't. No, don't. Uh, I certainly don't do it right now. What uh, was that? Um, what was that on Radio One always called the? Attitude, that's it. Oh, yeah. God. yeah. No, I, I mean, I think, I mean, I've missed it. Um, I've, I've, I've missed it a lot. Even though I was, even though I managed to do a couple of other things, online events and things like that. But mm. I've, I've missed organising this. Even though at times it feels like a full time job. Yeah. Um, the, I think the thing I'm most excited about is actually, not just is actually seeing how much it can. I mean, new people we have come, um, people who have discovered the hobby through the pandemic, mm-hmm. if, you, if you follow me, um, because a lot of, when people were in that environment of not really being able to do anything, board gaming and role playing, um, kind of picked up quite a lot. So it'll be good to see that transition. I, mean, I actually, um, on that note, yeah, Dave, I, I was thinking, so you said that, um, I, at work, I work, the company I work for, um, we, funnily enough, is on a Sunday night, and I've, I've done it 
this last week. I'm not I didn't do it this weekend. Um, there we have a our own gaming group that covers all the all the sites across all the countries. And uh, one of the one of my colleagues set up for the first time a a company wide D and D group, and they had they've been doing one shots. So I did one last week, um, and thirty of the people in the group had never done any role playing or board gaming or gaming at all and have only ever done it online. Oh, um, and and they're now doing online gaming and next week actually at the campus in London a group of them are getting together after work, still on site at work, to do their first ever in person gaming. Um, and yes I have sent them all the link for Tabletop Scotland. <laughs> Good. Um, but it's big. I mean, great meeting people who've never played games in person before. There is actually a, yeah. a generation of gamers that might never have actually played in person gaming. Yeah, I mean the the the, the stat that I tend to uh, remind myself of about this is before the pandemic. I, I manage a, a Facebook group called Dungeons and Dragons Scotland, right? Mm-hmm. It's and it's exactly what it says it is. It's about playing D and D in Scotland, and I had 180 people in it before the pandemic. It now has 1,600 people in it. Um, so that's whether that's people who are actively playing or not, I don't know. But there are people who are interested in it, and that'll Engage. be the same for all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be the same for all formats of the hobby. Um, and it's really just a question of seeing those new people come will be will be great, and for them to experience that and make connections in person. Yeah, you ready with the violins for this bit then, Josh? So, Let's hear it. Uh, so during during the pandemic, so during lockdown, um, obviously it didn't leave the house much. Um, as you're aware, I've got a fairly significant um, board game collection upstairs, like mm-hmm. numbering in the several hundreds. But my wife is not a gamer. And I had all these games and nobody to play them with. It was a horrific two years. Horrific. Um, so when I walked through the doors at Aircon, like just a few weeks ago, um, and stood at the top of the stairs just as we went in, and there was that buzz, you know, that that buzz just when you walk into a hall with a lot of people in it? Um, And I thought, we're back. Because there was genuinely part of me that was thinking, if this goes on and on and on and on, I'm going to fall out of love with this hobby. And actually that moment of that's the noise that a hall full of people all sharing something like sounds like um and it, it, it's all soppy and everything like that but it really made me think right we're back we're back you yeah. know this, this hobby is back no i i completely appreciate that like i think for me one of the reasons why i love tabletop gaming is one it's in person so like you know video with video games they've cut they've come a long way and you know you can be chatting to your, your pal over the internet but there, there is no substitute to sit to sitting down with friends around a table is there yeah and yeah, staring someone in the eye and as you crush them we are at that game can't be emulated any other way yes exactly <laughs> I, mean, I, I walked into aircon and uh simon and i simon and i um traveled down with uh a uh, friend of Tabletop Scotland, uh, Terry uh, and uh, Greg, uh, mm. uh, we all know. And um, uh, we got there and settled in, and we got into the Selden Hotel, and Simon and I got, had, we had a quick uh, you know, refresh, and right, we'll go to join, and walked in, and had a wee look around the hall, and we found Duncan and, and a, a few other uh, people uh, playing a game, and it took me all of, what, 
three minutes of Duncan explaining the game for me to remember quite importantly that um yeah there's a lot of board games out there that I've yet to experience mm-hmm. and my interest was piqued by seeing games that have been released in the last couple of years that I haven't physically but been able to lay my eyes on. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what people are playing. Yeah. Because I, 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 I enjoyed, like, the first two years, you know, 2018, 2019, one thing I enjoyed was having, when we weren't, you know, all four of us, are, you know, normally run off our feet. Um, and that's a good thing because nine times out of ten it means something's going well and you know the, I can't remember the number of times we had to find another table for another group to play a game or you know uh, something like that and, uh, or show somebody something um, and, but just seeing games being played and for me I'm looking forward to the five minutes I get to walk around looking at the games people playing and learning and seeing new games and, and enjoying that and hopefully introducing more people to new games as well Terrific, terrific uh, How about you Simon? Uh, I, I can't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I think almost as everyone's saying, looking forward to seeing new people learn the new things because mm. there's always that's always good when you we we you feel a sense of pride. You've introduced something to someone they didn't know before and they've enjoyed it. And that happened in 2018 a few times. Happened in 2019 a few times. And no doubt it's going to happen this year a few times. People are going to discover something that they only discovered it because of Tabletop Scotland. If it wasn't for us, or if it wasn't for the convention, that's probably something they never would have known about. And that, you know, the but what, for how, pure serendipity, they've come along and they've discovered something, didn't they? And they've enjoyed it so much that they've gone and bought it. Perhaps there was a couple of tales of that situation in Tabletop Scotland. People signed up for D and D on the day, ended up buying a shit ton of merchandise just because yeah. of the enjoyment they had. So I'm looking forward to things like that. Also looking forward to people meeting up again that haven't met for two or three years. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't I haven't seen you guys uh, face to face since twenty twenty nineteen maybe yeah 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 well so. that, yeah it's certainly towards the end of twenty nineteen or maybe even the early twenty twenty before we had yeah. to cancel yes so uh, I mean there's going to be people we, who are getting together for the first time in three three years yeah but even for even for the four of us i think if it's a year going to go with that john isn't it because we haven't physically got together yeah that's what's going to go i mean the closest we've managed in the last two years to actually have the four of us together in one space was was me simon and duncan making it to echo unfortunately you couldn't make it dave but that 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 was and that was a near miss uh, as it were in that sense it's probably a good thing all four of us didn't up there together because the chances are we'd have probably spent, spent half the time at a table together talking about this honest to goodness if you turned up the whole time playing card games against each other trying to beat each other yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, it's seasons the whole weekend. That would have done. Oh, yeah, that would have been my idea of heaven. That would be, um, and um, yeah, I mean, it was. It's just the concept of seeing people and and meeting friends and actually getting to spend time with them. But um, I also, I you know, excited to get back to the Jewers and meet the great people there because the people there are yeah. great. The actual people that work there, fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't ask for more from a venue. Um, you know, and and meeting. You know, face-to-face people that we speak to, particularly sponsors as well. You know, some of our sponsors like uh, DMB and Big Book that we mentioned uh, earlier. You know, Big Dog, they've been there every year. Um, you know, there's people that that uh, Darius from 
uh, uh, who's coming up, you know, he's he's been a great supporter. So actually seeing the people that have supported us so we can, you know, say thank you in person, that's going to be quite good, I think. Yeah. Also, one of the things I'm looking forward to is the, the joy on John's face and the dismay on Dave's face when people roll up with uh, models to play uh, Warhammer. <laughs> It's taken a long time, but and about probably five or six years in nagging, but John has worn Dave down. Enough, just enough to like even just a chink in the armor. So I've managed. We've managed to get wargaming at the convention at the current rate of progress. Before one or both of us is dead, I might get Dave to play a war game. And no, BattleTech does not count Dave. No, it doesn't because BattleTech's a board game. Yeah. Exactly. John, I will shall, make... shall I bring up one of my uh, 40k armies? You should. <laughs> Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, but, um, there are other things you are supposed to be doing when you're there. That's right? I mean, true. You want me to remind you the list? I can do that. Well, you can remind all you want, Dave. You can spreadsheet the list out, but I will find time to make to make Josh fear it's, it's, the might it's, of the ceremony. It's now, it's now in the event schedule. It's an exhibition match: tabletop Scotland versus unlucky frog. There what, we go. Be, there's one word that I would use to describe it. It'll be a bloody exhibition. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. We're uh, on. Yeah, we're on. Yeah. Just remember that, uh, uh, that uh, to make life easier, mine's the Yellow Army. Yes. And even just extending on the, on the kind of wargaming, but the Hobbycraft area that we had in 2018, which was hugely popular, is back. And we've Terrific. changed that, uh, speaking to, to Nicole and, and Dave about it. They've, they're actually offering um, painting classes at it. Um, so you can book... And, this, and as ever, all of our events are free. Um, mm-hmm. You can book a slot with them um, for them to take you through basic painting. They'll have primed all the miniatures and all that beforehand, and it's really just a question of them having Aye. some dedicated space. So can that, I sign and, and up John for one of those slots? You absolutely can, yeah. Where he'll turn up can. He's yeah. awful at painting. You can, and John, John will sign the model up for somewhere unpleasant. <laughs> but no, it's 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 one thing that I, I realised that we actually hadn't mentioned that, that Dave and Nicola are back with with that, uh, which which is which is great because when they came in twenty nineteen, I think the four of us really didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you it know, was historical war gamers in the main the two of them. Um, so it was kind of like right, what, how's this going to work? But it was hugely popular, and they yeah, they had a great time. I mean, we didn't. We didn't have. We didn't really know what it was going to be. But the 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 bit that stood out was what it was was just successful. I mean, yes. Um, you know, the, the the sheer number of people that were there. They they loved it. They walked away. Um, and it, it you know, and in particular, there was some you know fam families there. Um, and it was the whole family together. Um, that was good to see. And that you know, that that harks back to saying about people learning new things. Still can't get over the sight of that 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 family that walked in off the street. Was it the Sunday in twenty nineteen? It was the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Um, family. Those. It's a quick story. We were Sunday afternoon. Uh, a local family from Perth had seen what was happening at the centre. Came in. I've forgotten who they spoke to. Was it you? They spoke to Dave or Duncan? I can't remember. Um, it was you. It was you. Was it me? Uh, yeah. You uh, was was me. Honestly, I can't. And and basically showed them round. Um, and so showed them around, and as they were leaving, uh, having uh, been round, uh, I did notice that the the uh, of the family of I think it was four or five, they walked out and they'd walked in having never done any gaming at all, and walked out with two carrier bags full of every single a complete set starter set for D and D, at least two book 
other D and D books. I had dice bag, dice, um, dice trays, and a, a lot of big smiles to go home and play their first home game of D and D, which absolutely made my weekend. Definitely. Are you, are you guys ready for a smooth segue right here? Oh, we've not yeah, had one yet, so yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, speaking of families, in previous years we've had the uh, Haber. Uh, running the family zone uh, of their games that are all family friendly. Can we expect them to be returning as well, Dave? Can. Yeah. They're, they're, there we they're, go. We've had, um, it's a slightly different setup uh, because Claudio and Adam, who are the two uh, fantastic people who ran it for us in 2018 and 2019, have moved to France of all places. Um, <laughs> and um, so we, we've, been speaking to Haba pretty much since the tail end of last year um, to work out a way to offer this. Uh, and they've mm-hmm. got a new setup in the UK um, as to how they manage events and how they attend events. So the Haba zone is being, or the family zone uh, sponsored by Haba is being done by uh, Haba themselves, but also by the Juniper Green Games Club in, in Edinburgh. Um, so Eric DeCrew and Colin Harvey and uh, others uh, are going to be there helping staff that area for Haba over the weekend, which is great um, because that, as a club, they're very family-oriented, so it's a really yeah. good match. Um, but no, having Haba there is is very much part of our identity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yellow, chairs spot. yellow chairs. Yellow, yellow chairs, yellow chairs, yellow and, and and even if if you were there in 2018 and 2019, um, what we've done is we've moved Hava back to where they were in 2018 because we feel the space in the Bowling Green Hall is a better space for them uh, than where we had them in 2019. Okay, yeah. Um, just just to kind of give them a bit more high visibility, yeah. not just because of the yellow chairs. <laughs> Gosh, that was very smooth. A member of Barry White's Love Incorporated Orchestra got his wings because of that. Yeah. That's how well, smooth that, that link was. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my one this episode. <laughs> there we go. So uh, I, I guess uh, that, that's all we've got time for. So we'll just wrap things up. But before we do, make sure that you go check out the website, tabletopscotland.co.uk. The event is on 27th and 28th of August. Tickets are on sale now. So uh, go spend your money over there. And on that note, thank you very much for uh, listening, guys. And until next time, take care. Bye. 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 Bye.